Hello and welcome to another magnificent episode of Security Views Radio, the only cybersecurity podcast that is guaranteed 100% polyester blend and will not chafe. I am one of your hosts, Adam Slater. With me, as always, is John. John, how are you doing this week? We are doing what I can't guarantee is that you will hear me the whole podcast because we are testing a new device that, (laughs) as Michael Scott said, the tests are going terrible. Let's just get started. (laughs) (laughs) Well, and and, 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 we'll see how it goes. In in showbiz, they tell you that uh, terrible dress rehearsal makes for a phenomenal opening night. So we'll we'll see. Um, but uh, we've got uh, as always, we've got Felton with us. Felton, how you doing? I'm doing all right. Um, is that velvet? You said polyester uh, blend. Ooh, yeah, we're a polyester blend. Yeah. Ah, nice. Yeah. Velvet polyester blend is that is that such a thing? I don't. <laughs> That would be the weirdest feeling thing in the world if it is if it does exist. You didn't see coming to America. What is that velvet? Nice. That is beautiful. <laughs> velvet may 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 look nice, but have you ever worn it? Like that's not something you want to wear. No, it's, it's not. Hot. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice on a pillow. That's that's about as far as I go. You would lay on a you would sleep on a velvet pillow. No, 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 no. Like, like on like a throw pillow. Like if it was on like a throw pillow, like on a couch, I'd be cool with that. I think if but... you slept on a velvet pillow, you'd lose like five pounds overnight, six pounds overnight. <laughs> Just from sweating. Just wake up. <laughs> wake up like you got the flu all dried out. Yeah. Who poured water on me? What was that? <laughs> Do I have ma- malaria? What's? <laughs> Turn the heat on. Turn that. <laughs> We had uh, we talked about um, I think we yeah we talked about on the on actual recording I know the three of us have talked about it I, but we talked about it on recording that Instagram for kids thing right oh yeah yeah we had to have yeah we had oh, yeah. to so uh, John you know a little bit more about this than I do but there's this um, sort of coalition forming. Um, and specifically, uh, it, you brought it up to me the other day. Uh, North Carolina just joined, basically backing um, this idea that, like, no, 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 we can't let them do this. Um, so did you, do you want to speak on that a little bit? So with every job, they often have a professional organization. And apparently there's a professional organization, a, co- a co- coalition of attorneys general. I think that's the proper way to say it. So it's like all the states and um Washington, D.C., they're all part of this coalition, and they signed on to a letter mm-hmm. uh, that was basically saying to um, – they signed to a letter to Mark Zuckerberg basically saying, like, please don't do this. So North and South Carolina – it got to my attention because North and South Carolina uh, signed on to that, but it was headed by, the, I believe, the attorneys general of Iowa, Washington, D.C., and North Carolina were like the – main people involved in this organization but they're basically okay. stressing like this is a terrible idea kids should not be in social media that young it, you can't protect it from predators and they really gave him the hard push to not do this um i don't believe he will listen i don't believe there's any no. sign that he will listen um but it is it is encouraging from somebody like my perspective that other people out there do see this is some really bad ideas. Like you cannot put kids on social media. You can't control the advertisements. You can't control the, the content. You just have no way to control this. This is just a money grab. You can't possibly need to do this. You know, and maybe in some laboratory, it's a great idea that you have a safe social connection platform for kids. However, Facebook, in my opinion, has not proven to protect anything. And no. they've, they've proven to sell your information and they've proven to, to not be able to delete your information. So why would we trust them with our kids' identities? Right. That, that young, especially, you know. And I don't know. I think you would have to change the law. My understanding that the COPA Act, the Child Online Privacy Protection Act, requires kids to be at least 13 years old before they sign up for anything. So not a legal argument there. Yeah. How would you even be able to verify that the kid is 13 when they sign up? Sure, it's just going to be, you know, put your date, you know, put your birth date in here. 
sign in. Well, that's the thing is like my kid's trying to get a job right now. And I'm not going to say how old he is, but he's trying to get a job right now. And, you know, we're like, well, he needs an ID. He doesn't have a license. So what do we use? Right. I mean, you've got to be able to prove one that you're you and two that you're your age. So uh, you need two forms of identification. So how do they do that for online? You don't is the answer. You just say you're Billy from Kansas and Billy from Kansas gets an Instagram account for his 12th birthday. Yeah. Right. Send us back, you know, your approval on a picture of you guys at Disney World together. Like, how do you? (laughs) (laughs) Right. (laughs) Picture of you in today's newspaper. Yeah. I always thought it was hilarious when they would, uh, like, on on some of the breweries or the, Websites that have alcohol. They'll say, you know, are you 21? Yes or no? And that's it. Just click yes and you go in. I mean, it, it's, they're going to make it, they're going to make it as painless as possible for you to get in. If there was a way to verify it, they would have already done that. So, 50-year-old men are pretending to be 16-year-old girls on a regular Instagram, right? They would have already accomplished this. They could have already vetted out that. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's, it's you know, it, it's, um, you know, you look at, it's, and it's not just the same problem with social media, like, like you see it with, um, uh, so I've heard sites that have adult content, they ask you if you're 18 or older. But again, like there's no verification over you just clicking yes. Why? Because they still want the page views. They don't really care if you're 17 and a half. Like they don't really care if you're 15 or 16 or whatever, as long as you're on their page. And hey, you might steal your parents' credit card in the process and sign up for something. Like they don't actually care. There's no, like again, like all of these businesses, all of these you know platforms they're all just designed to get views and they're designed to get clicks and if however they have to do it they will do whatever it is they need to do to get those clicks to get those advertisements to get those advertiser clicks to get you to to put in a credit card or a debit card or a gift card or whatever they don't care so anything that's going to impede them from doing their from from doing what they want they'll you know unless there's unless there's serious consequences can I drop this perspective and, and you guys feel free to tell me that I'm wrong okay. in this comment. But listen, if you are in the business of selling or manufacturing burner cell phones, you know that there is a legitimate purpose for these devices, right? These no credit check, just need a phone. Yeah, sure. Simple devices. But you also know that there is there is a criminal element that is going to be buying these phones. Like we've all seen The Wire. They dedicated, what, an entire season to the burner yeah. cell phone, yeah, right? And, this is, and how old is that show? Yeah. So you know that, and you're okay with it. You, you're like, well, I, what am I supposed to do? I can't control that. But, so, but you know that that is part of your business model, right? And there is part of your business model when you're on Facebook. Like you get that there's a bunch of fake accounts, and you're okay with that because it increases your user count. Yeah. yeah. It just, it's just math, right? How many accounts exist in the United States versus how many people are in the United States? They know that data doesn't add up. Right. Yeah, I watched the show um, How I, to Be Famous, um, and they pretty much showed you how you can have, you can buy ten thousand followers. Oh yeah, like ten bucks or six bucks or something like that. So yeah, there's definitely so many different ways that you can get around this um, to get you, you know, just to get numbers, and that's all all they really want. And I guess they were probably sitting around thinking. Okay, we've kind of plateaued when yeah. it comes to membership. Where else can I we think, go? I know, like, I think hey, I, yeah, John. To your point, I I think the 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 major difference between the burner cell phone guy and um Facebook and 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 and, the, and these other these other these other social media platforms, I think the difference is is that there's no way for burner cell phone guy to know 
like he can't like there's no way for him him to know and there's no like restrictions legal or otherwise for people just walking into his store and buying a burner cell phone you know like i mean he could ask are you going to commit the crime with this and they might you know they're probably going to say no cuz they're criminals but um i think that there are things that could be put in place there are there is more that these platforms could do that they actively choose to not do. It's By sort of giving like them more information, though. See, so the only way to do the verification is to give them more info. Right. So you're going to get me pushing back on that as well. <laughs> like, I don't know that there's, unless you want to just come up with some independent verification, there's no way to not give them more information like i don't know what the answer is i'm not arguing that i have the solution i right. haven't thought about it that much i just know that i know there's no way to control it so why just say here you go pedophiles here's an entire platform designed for you yeah i i'm not, not even just that it's not even just it's not it's not actually just the pedophiles what you're trying to do is your joe camel this is the modern day joe oh camel. yeah you're basically saying let me get you hooked now 10 year old yeah. on living your life la vida internet right <laughs> and and living la vida how, insta <laughs> living la vida insta that's the name of this episode felt <laughs> yeah that's yeah, it is <laughs> And that's 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 what you're going to sign them up for and say, OK, here it is. And I understand that that might just be something you can't control. And he just wants to be on the front end of that. Yeah. But he would be better off letting somebody else take this bullet and then him being the savior who tries to correct. Yeah. And it's every 10 year old yeah. girl already on TikTok anyway, except the ones I know. <laughs> Wait, what? I mean, <laughs> no, I mean that they're they're mostly all on there anyway. I mean, again, like you know, the ad nauseum, they want you to be on there. Um, so I, I guess that's sort of part of my thing is that like, what is okay? All right, here's you know who buys Seventeen magazine. No one who's fucking 17. Right. 13-year-old girls buy 17 magazine. Yeah. Who is Instagram for kids for? Because if you're a child or a kid or a preteen or whatever and you want to be on Instagram, you're on Instagram. You're not waiting for Instagram kids. It's just going to – and you know what that logo is. You already know what it is. It's the regular Instagram logo with kids written underneath it in balloon <laughs> letters – One's they've red, even, one's green. One's they've, blue, licensed one's the, they, they've licensed the Disney font. <laughs> it's gonna be bubble letters. Yeah, <laughs> it's gonna be it's gonna be colored bubble letters. I I I I am on air. If it is not colored bubble letters in the logo, I will eat my hat. <laughs> I will deep fry a hat and I will eat it. And I won't, I won't like, real challenge. I, I won't, I won't punk out and go to like a ball game and get like a nacho hat. No, no, no. This is going to be a real hat. Um, but no. So like, if you want to, if you're a, if you're a kid, if you are their quote unquote target demographic, you're already on Instagram. So like Instagram, I, I, I don't know. I guess that's sort of my thing with it. Like, is he, is he trying to, is this the PR move? Like, is this the PR move of, well, hey, look, we made a platform spe specifically for young people. That's what they're supposed to be using. I don't know why they're on the adult Instagram. That's 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 not my fault. Like, I almost I almost feel like that's part of the move is that he's because, again, like they they know 13 year olds and 12 year olds are on Instagram. So I don't know. It, it just it. Everything about it just seems so shady, and I hate it, and I'm just – there – yeah. So, I mean, you you guys tend to be a little bit – for me, a little bit of a grounding effect. And I'll be honest, as a parent, 
my conversations with you two gentlemen, like it does balance me out a little bit. I tend to fall a little more on the overprotective side, but then in our talks and stuff that we've had, like you're like, well, maybe I need to lighten up here or there. And I've had this conversation a lot as a parent, like, mm. do I just allow the social media? Am I hurting my, my cause by keeping them off of it? Would I be better off to just say, okay, you can have it, but I have to have your password or like, do I let up to some extent? Because once they hit a certain age, I can't control it anymore either. And would I right. not them good habits at that point? Am I, am I, am I not seeing the bigger picture? And I have this conversation a lot. And in other areas is where you guys have pulled me back. Like Adam, I, I can speak to, you've been endlessly helpful with me on my Xbox policy. <laughs> yeah. Right. Understanding what can happen and how you do it. You're even a bit of an, of an editor for me on games. Like I probably would have bought my son, um, uh the game that was shit but everybody wanted uh cyberpunk oh yeah <laughs> but yeah i mean don't and not not only is it inappropriate it actually just sucks <laughs> oh yeah yeah there's boobs in like the first 30 seconds of that game you don't buy a preaching <laughs> that game no <laughs> well so um in other conversations we had i can't bring them to mind but like so there tend to be a grounding effect but i don't feel that at that age, when I see the dumb shit kids under 13 do, which is just dumber than the 13 plus stuff, but in a different level, like just bad judgment sure. stuff, sure. that this is remotely a good idea. Yeah. I, I think, and again, I, I'm, I speak of this from a perspective of someone who's not a parent, but like, I think that one of the things that, um, my folks did with me that I, I look back on now and I really, really appreciate was when engaging with media of any variety, it was less, not less important. The quality of what it was was just as important as the age appropriateness of it. Like, I saw Shawshank when I was 14 or 15 years old. I was way, I was, you know, by their rating system, I was like three or four years too young to watch that movie. But like, no, it was, it's a really good movie. And, you know, um, I, and I don't know, I think like I never, I, I, I did not have, and maybe this is just my disposition. I, I don't know. Like, what is it, you know, the jumble of genetics that I am versus how my parents raised me. Like, um, I never felt the need to seek out things that were horribly inappropriate because, like, you had I don't know, slack? I just, huh? Because you saw it in the movies or you had the slack there, is that what you're saying? No, I, 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 I don't know. I just, I think that there was a, there was a, there was a curation process more than anything with my folks. So, like, um, you know, there would be like TV shows and granted, we didn't have cable, so we didn't, we didn't have a lot of options, but, um, we, uh, we watched, a, we watched a decent amount of UPN, uh, cause UPN, uh, played Star Trek and they played the Hercules show and they played Xena, uh, and they would play reruns of, um, Fresh Prince, uh, Good Times, Family Matters, stuff like that. Uh, I really liked UPN. But there was this other show. Carlton uh, was the original tick, TikTok guy, right? Yeah. <laughs> yes, yes. He, yes, he made the first TikTok dance. <laughs> but then there was this show about these two guys in space. It was a UPN original programming, and it was supposed to be a comedy and I think the Wayans brothers were involved in it in some capacity. I don't, I don't remember what it was. One of homeboys in space, I think. Homeboys in space. That's yep. what it was. And I remember my mom watched like one episode of it with me because it came on before Voyager. And she was like, this is the dumbest thing that I've ever seen on television. <laughs> You're not watching it. 
And I was like, but it says it's TV PG or whatever it was. Like there was no like label or like, you know, it wasn't, it wasn't explicit. It wasn't vulgar. She's like, yeah, but it's stupid. And that's probably worse. <laughs> like, so like, I don't know. Like I, I, I felt like I like contextualizing the media and the world around me became more important than just the fact that the media was quote unquote age appropriate or not. I don't know if that answers the question or if that leads like, or if that says anything, but I don't know. I'm pretty mal. I'm pretty, I'm pretty well adjusted. By the way, the other day, Mm -hmm. I, uh, my son had like a blow up bat thing, like a balloon bat thing, right? Got some free, whatever. So anyway, I grabbed it and I smacked him over the head and I said, homie, don't play that. (laughs) He looked at me like I'm from another country. Like, what are you talking about? <laughs> You're gonna forever miss one of the funniest shows, which was yep. that show was hilarious. And that was that was uh, Damon, right? Damon Wayne was that homie guy, yep. right? Homie yep. the clown, his name. Right? Yep. Homie, homie the clown. Yep. Homie the clown. That guy's. I don't know if that was UPN show or not, but you made me think of that the other day. I remember his, his face was hilarious. Like, what did you just hit me for? <laughs> Well, that's that's, and that, that's, that, 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 that's when you go to the shelf and, and you pull out the DVD box set and you, you blow the dust off of it. And yeah. you're like, all right, son, sit down. And, and uh, Fire Marshal Bill, you know, who knew that Fire. guy would turn into such a big actor, you know, later in life? <laughs> <laughs> but I guess but that's no, where he got to start. But. I guess so. But yeah, I mean, I, I I don't I don't know if that uh, I don't know if that answers it. But you know, like my like I said, and 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 here's the thing, that's totally different than what's out there now. Like, I, you I know, mean, this is my problem with rating systems. And like movies have really moved on from showing nudity in any type of measurable form. Like that does not like a thing anymore. It seemed like that was a big thing in like the 80s and 90s. Like, oh my God, we're going to show. Well, nudity. before we could type boob into Google and get everything yeah, that we like, needed. I yeah. just don't think you have to go sneak into an R-rated movie while buying a ticket for, you know, Toy Story to, right. I think as a kid, they, right. they, there's no need for that. Why would I go watch that in a movie theater? Like, right. But, um, you know, so we've moved on from that. But, like, R-rated movies are very different. Like, the, the, the when you look at them, like, Basic Instinct and Rambo, well, that's a bad example, but Basic Instinct and Saving Prior, Private Ryan are both R-rated movies. A hundred percent. Every kid should see the one, right? Basic instinct. Yes. Yeah. Basic. <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> but here's 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 the other thing too is that like even even those rating systems. This oh, this is a totally different conversation, but I'm 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 ready to rock and roll on this. Even those rating systems are um, in a lot of ways, especially for older films, are totally bumpkiss anyway. Like. PG-13 didn't exist until the Indiana Jones movies because Steven Spielberg was specifically trying to target a certain demographic with those films. Yeah. But like you and, and it didn't exist. And so they were the, the they were going to put it on rated R. Um, but so he fought for this other you know thing. And then you've got movies. Um, uh, Beetlejuice, um, the uh, the movie with Michael Keaton and Winona Ryder. Um, one of one of my all time favorites. Um, there's an f bomb in Beetlejuice, and Beetlejuice is rated PG. How'd that slip by? How'd... It it did. They, they they were like, well, okay, he drops an f bomb. All right, but that can't make it a rated R film. But then it's like, well, hold on, the parental guidance like that's supposed to be for like if you're, you know, twelve and under. What do you like? You want to like an eight year old's got to see. Michael Keaton grab his crotch and drop an f bomb. Like what? It's. I think I think it was NYPD Blue. I think it was NYPD Blue that said "bitch" for the first time in primetime broadcast TV, mm-hmm. and they were like leading up to this controversial episode or whatever. Yeah. Now you really can't let your kids. If you don't want them to hear that language, you better just shut that thing off at two o'clock in the afternoon because like there's not really a limit on it anymore. Like right. TV systems though have evolved. So like you just set um you just set, you know, the age appropriateness. Like our TV has this where you have to enter an unlock code for anything rated over whatever a TV 14 or whatever. Right. right? But uh, my point is that 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 
that standard just keeps changing and it's honestly dropping the acceptable of what we're allowed to see. I mean, there was a period where you couldn't show people smoking on TV, right? Yeah. But then, no, no, that's true now. You can't, that triggers another rating where like back in the day, you know, if you watched, you know, Hee Haw, they had a cigarette hanging out of their mouth as they were singing the yeah. jam or whatever it was. So like that's changed a lot over time, but it goes in different directions. But my fear is like on this Instagram thing, once we're okay with 10, is 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 it part of your onboarding at preschool gonna be to set up your account? Like you only get notified of you know Cameron's birthday party over over your Insta account? Like yeah. at what point do we cut it off? There's always that slip down. But I, I, regardless, yeah. I think we're there that we allow Facebook below 18 anyway. So, yeah, yeah I, I, think, I think pretty much what you, what you just described is what will happen. Is yeah, it, if you're not on it, you're gonna feel like you're you're left out because there's gonna be so much information that you're not receiving. You know, did you hear what happened last night with so and so on Instagram Kids? Or did you watch the little video that came out? And like, no, I don't have it. And like, well, you need to get it because you know. Everyone else in your class has it. And then as a parent, you're forced to watch this stuff because you got to know what the hell they're talking about. So when they talk about this so-and-so person, James Charles, for example, if you don't learn about James, you know, they're talking about James Charles, you better know who James Charles is. Because they're eventually they're going to ask you, okay, what is it? What does it mean that James Charles is gay? Like you got to be prepared. You don't even know who he is. Like you got to be prepared for the residual questions that are going to take place as Mm -hmm. a parent. So you better know who they're watching out there. Yeah, who uh, for the uh, for the for the listener who might not know John, who is James Charles? He's a famous makeup artist, but like outlandish, like uh, think. Oh, okay. Uh, yeah, no, think like uh, uh, opera makeup, like like no, not that that kind. He's supposedly really good, but bright, you know. Yeah, yeah, he's doing he's doing art on people's faces, is right. But he yeah. sells kits. He sells kits that you can buy to do it yourself at home, and then they watch the YouTube video while doing the custom. Okay. All right. Cool. Yeah. You can easily – it's a fine line between looking like like a piece of art or somebody walking on the side of a street. Like, it's like it can right. go. Yeah, you can, can definitely go. look like Cirque du Soleil if you, uh, <laughs> you put it on. <laughs> I, I, I believe I know who you're talking about because he has, like, he has millions of, like, followers. Um, yeah, yeah. I mean, he's huge in, in that if you're into makeup and stuff as a young kid. He might be okay with 20-year-olds, but I would doubt it. I, it's more of a kid thing. Anyway, nothing against him. He's got his brand. I'm just saying you better know who he is right? or who some of the other ones are if you're going to be in – if you're going to have a kid in that world. So, yeah, I, yeah and, I, and I think so um... – sort of tie it back to tie that back around to what to sort of what I was saying earlier with like the rating systems and stuff just as another example I remember um many years ago I was in a GameStop um and I was just sort of browsing and this mom came in with her kid and the kid must have been 10 or 11 years old and he had an Xbox and he wanted to get a new game and so uh, the kid's running around. He's looking at all the games. He's trying to find the ones that his friends have been talking about, right? And so he grabs like Halo 3 or whatever. And um, and he says, Mom, I want to get this one. So the, the, the mom does her due diligence. She goes up to the counter. She says, um, can you tell me about this game? And the, the guy behind the counter said, you know, this is uh, it's Halo. Uh, it's a shooting game. And um, you play as a space marine and you uh, kill these uh, aliens. And she's like, was it violent? And he's like, yeah, it's pretty violent. I mean, you shoot him with guns and grenades and stuff. It's rated M for mature. She goes, oh gosh, I, I don't, I don't know if we can, I don't know if we can get, you know, sorry, little Timmy or whatever. I don't know if we can, we can get you that. Timmy was kind of dejected, walked back to the shelf, put Halo back up, kept walking. And he comes back with Call of Duty 2 or whatever was the latest Call of Duty. And so, um, the mom looks at it. She sees some military guys in, in old-looking military uniforms. One's pointing, you know, ah, we got to get to the beach. And uh, she takes that one up to the counter, and the guy's like, I mean, this one's also rated mature. And she goes, yeah, well, this, what's this one? And I was like, oh, you you fight Nazis. Okay. You buy that one. No, no, I mean, like, because in context, like, you show me someone who doesn't want to kill Nazis, and I'll, I'll show you a Nazi. 
Like that's that's just what it comes down to. Like no, like in the context of it, like yes, they were both violent shooting games. One of them you're killing Nazis, and that's okay. <laughs> like, and I just think that. But like, like yeah, like, but like Star Wars Battlefront. What's that rated? Like, my kid probably, loves it. Probably am. I mean, it's just mass murder, right? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I think you can play different characters, but last night he was a stormtrooper, so. Yeah. Yeah, you could be different characters, but that's the thing is that like it, it's like the rating systems. We could do a whole mini series on this as far as I'm concerned, but the rating systems just don't they're good guidelines. But unless you're actually looking at um, anything beyond just the 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 big letter at the front, then you're you're going to be uh, you're going to be missing out. But and I think that, hey, you know what? Look, maybe maybe apps and social media platforms do need to, you know, I mean, occasionally I'll see something on Instagram that's like, hey, you know, um uh, the, the content behind this post may be graphic. Uh, are you sure you want to proceed? You know, and the picture's all blurry, so you can't tell what it is. Um, you know, I don't think that system works because if I was 14 years old and I saw that, I would have been like, yeah, maybe there's a naked lady behind that button. So, you know, that's, that system probably doesn't work, but there's gotta be something out there. So. Well, I, I, are there websites where you can find out more about the games as far as, you know, they're already mature, but you can, like, it'll delve deeper into... Oh, yeah, there's plenty of them. No. Yeah, well, there's a big one my wife uses, so she looks everything up there, and it's also got lyrics on there and everything, so she can... <laughs> so when the kid requests it, everything, it looks and she can look it up, and they're like, okay, basically, here's here's the rating. Here's what we think the rating is. So, like, Saving Private Ryan, I think, is R-rated, but she's like, this is really, like, PG-13, like... Mm-hmm. You just gotta be okay with people getting shot. Gotcha. You know, or this is TV 14, but really we don't think this is appropriate. These are, or you better prepare yourself for some heavy conversation. Right. Right. Yeah. So, um, with that, um, again, I could talk about that for hours. With that, though, we're going to take a little bit of a break here, and when we're going to come back, we're uh, probably going to have another topic, but we might still be fired up about this one. So uh, we'll be back in a few minutes. Multi-factor authentication, SIM, crook, firewalls, deep packet inspection, penetration testing, 8021X, application control, IPS, IDS, not PETCHA, content filtering, WPA3. Cybersecurity is complicated, but we simplify it. Contact us at 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's 888-897-9680 or online at jscmgroup.com. All right, thank you, and welcome back to the uh, second half of this episode of Security Views Radio. Thank you for sticking with us. Um, I know we've got other stuff to talk about, but I, I feel like I feel like there's still like I, feel, I, I don't know. I feel like there's there's more to explore in this in this space. This I, like I, we kind of we barely touched on it towards the end there. Like there's no real system for determining the kind of content that is going to be on a particular social media app that you download and use. And I think, I think that's where most of the issue comes from. And a lot of that issue comes from, um, you know, user generated content. And this is, this is a, a, a battle that many platforms have dealt with over the years. You know, YouTube's dealt with it. Um, and uh, plenty of other platforms have. But there is, like, I remember, uh, I don't know if you guys are aware of the platform Tumblr. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Tumblr. Tumblr used to basically be, and this is this is not an exaggeration, Tumblr used to be, like, 90% just people posting porn. Like, that was, like, most of what that site was. And they got rid of it. And every they, they decided, no, we're not going to allow this anymore. We're not going to put this up. We're not going to allow this kind of stuff on our website anymore. Um, 
and people were screaming gloom and doom for Tumblr. And yeah, there was some rough patches as far as user count goes, but they're still around. They're still kicking. Um, so clearly there is um, A, the ability, and B, market for that type of social media platform. So I just think it's I just think it's interesting that other platforms haven't necessarily adopted that. I mean, like I know like TikTok and Instagram will kick you off if you post anything super explicit, but you know, um, you can have you can basically do all but show the bits on Instagram and they won't kick you off. So can we talk about another aspect of this though? And there's sure. been a, the if you are if you are in marketing and advertising for a condom company, okay. you are in, this is like, this is a, one of the toughest jobs in the world, right? Sure. You need to market a product mm-hmm. to a group that needs it, mm-hmm. but you can't discuss what they're for. Think about it, right? Mm-hmm. You want people to be doing doing a jiggy with it, right? They want people to be getting jiggy with it. You right. want people getting down. But you need to tell teenagers this product exists for a lot of reasons. But you can't <laughs> encourage teenagers to get jiggy with it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I actually I, – and, and because of that, it's really – now that you mention it, I think most of the – the most creative advertising I've ever seen has been from condom companies. Now that I think some of the most creative it's, advertising I've seen. It's a difficult thing to, to advertise. All jokes right. aside, it's truly is difficult to advertise because you need to market it one way to one group and right. another way to another group. Mm-hmm. Right. So those ads should be on those platforms, <laughs> like a version <laughs> of them. Right. Yeah. But yeah. How do you do? And so they're just going to get curious what the product is, do searches, which leads to other things. So, I mean, it's very difficult. Like if I were sure. to encourage certain types of advertisers, I would say that they need to be advertising on those kind of platforms. Yeah. But yeah. I, how do you. Yeah, how do you allow that kind of advertising? Like, where's where's that line drawn, and how do you determine? But how is that any worse than there's a new ladies' razor out there that's designed to do a specific thing in a specific in a specific oh oh, okay okay that is advertised on the Food Channel at six (laughs) o'clock. Yeah, you tell me what the difference is in the mind of a fourteen-year-old boy. Yeah. Fifteen year old boy, whatever. Yeah. I, I I've seen a lot of uh manscape uh advertisements recently. Mm-hmm. Um, now they do it right. They're funny. Mm-hmm. And I think mastered saying what it is without saying it. Yeah. yeah I, I think that's the thing is that they the, that these kinds of they have to be funny because that's how like I think I think when a not just my one of my favorite ads ever. It was it was like a poster, and it was just a, this it was this blue background, and it had a picture of a Durex um, product um, in the middle of it, and it just said in bold white letters at the bottom, it said, "Happy Father's Day to all the user users of our of our competitors' products." And I was just like. <laughs> <laughs> That's absolutely brilliant. It's awesome. And then you and you go, okay, and you know exactly what that is. But like <laughs> but yeah, like like you're saying, Felton, with the manscapes, like they just have to be funny. Mm-hmm. Like that's the only way that you can do that advertising. Cause otherwise you're being explicit, right? Mm-hmm. Like even the way they name their products, you've got the lawnmower, the hedge trimmer, you've got like they the weed right. the weed. Like the they when they made them funny, yeah. Even all the way down, it it really is. They've taken a basically a stale product and they've, you know, mm-hmm. charged four times as much and yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all that is. They're not new technology. That's been around forever. You buy it for you're right. Bucks. Yeah, it's just an electric razor. We know. <laughs> right. 
it's 10 bucks at Target. Like, <laughs> but yours is 40. <laughs> yeah, but ours is funny. All right. You get ours a free pair of boxers when you buy their combo back. <laughs> but like, you know, these companies, back to the to the point of the Instakid story, you know, like, like, Obviously, it is an advertising push. That's the only way he's going to make money off of it. It is an advertising play. Sure. I don't believe he's truly going to sell data of kids, but you're selling demographic data of kids because that's sure. how you attract advertisers. Mm-hmm. You're not going to market Whataburger in North Carolina. It doesn't do you any good. So right. you have to have demographic data to, to market that product. But you right. think about the products that are going to be advertising to you. Man, it's a delicate, delicate road i mean you're not supposed to market fast food to kids because of obesity issues right so you can market you know certain you know kellogg cereal mm-hmm. you know but tony the tiger only works up to a certain age and then he's just some weird tiger yeah um, it's a it and I, there's smarter people than me in that world that know how to market to those age groups because they advertise on iCarly. i get that that that's that that's a demographic but my are they going to want to advertise online and uh, how can you control that content? It would have to be super controlled. I would think like Facebook is full of advertising of this like shit, right? Like buy this t-shirt, buy this bumper sticker that says home on it because we've, right. we've, we've come up with 50 different ways to make the letter. O. we're so creative. Right. <laughs> Turns out it's just the outline it. of your state. Why is there no period at the end of yours? Well, that one's got a period at the end of that home. Like, this is home, period. This is where I'm at. Like, oh. <laughs> but you can't have that crap on, on the other side. Like, uh, yeah, I it's think it's a more that, of a ask your parents kind of thing. Like, I ain't buying no bumper sticker. It says home. Oh, dr- right. Draw a piece of paper. Here's a pencil. <laughs> I think, you know, it's, it's, it's a lot easier to control the advertising um, that gets put up like it's a like uh, YouTube's a really great example of this. Um, I, it's something like I, I can't remember. It, it's some ridiculous amount of hours of content gets up. Like it's like over a year's worth of video content gets uploaded to YouTube every single day. You can't moderate that. You just simply can't. But what you can moderate is you can moderate the ads. It's still a big ask and it's still a tough thing to do, but you can moderate advertisements. Mm-hmm. And and I think that that's, you know, that's got to be the first step for a lot of these platforms and something that, again, you shouldn't do this. But if you are going to make a social media platform that's targeted towards children, you shouldn't. Again, you shouldn't. But if you did, you, the first thing you have to do to make that thing even remotely tolerable to parents would be like, we are locking the hell down out of these these ads. Um, but I mean, I, I don't think I still. Again, I still don't. I don't think that's enough. I'm just saying that like that's that's step number one. Um, Isn't a big pull to Instagram too is having influencers. And like, who gets to influence kids on there? And like, I don't know. I mean, there's just so many questions to that. Like, you may have, uh, you know, one set of parents that's very religious, and another set of parents that's very unreligious, right? And so, um, are you putting religious influence on there? Non-religious influencers on there? Like, that's a extreme example but like how do you control this ecosystem to connect i mean from my from my understanding influencers are sort of an organic thing like they're not i mean i'm sure there's probably people that the algorithm will determine um i think it started that way but it's now relied upon yeah I, yeah yeah i mean I, definitely like advertise products like oh, look at me look at me with my firewall my cup see thank you very yeah, much see. <laughs> remember to like and subscribe <laughs> nah, i i know like i'm sure yeah i'm sure that those those popular accounts get you know surfaced to to, to more accounts than they should be like um you know i i do remember and 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 i still do when i occasionally dive back down um you know onto onto social media stuff that like stuff will come across my page that i'm like 
why are you like on Instagram? Like, why are you showing me this? I mostly just look at like skateboarding clips and pictures of keyboards. Like, why is this thing on here? And like, and I like click on it. It's like, oh, it's because it has 2.8 million views. Okay. Like, they, you know, at that point, they don't care who they're showing it to. They just, they've decided that this is, this is the post that could reach the most people. So we're going to show it. So, so the other day, you know, so much advertising is driven by search history and web history and cookies and all this kind of stuff, right? The other day, I'm in this, uh, I'm in this, this webinar seminar. It wasn't a webinar, I'm sorry, it was a seminar, and so it was a, one of these Zoom deals. And so we're sitting there, and in a, in a, in a host is like, okay, now we're going to watch this video. And she, so she starts up this YouTube video. And like it starts up, but then it like cuts out, and then there's an advertisement for breast au- augmentation alternatives. <laughs> I was like, oh, <laughs> full graphic, full on, like, oh, oh god, like, and everyone's kinder, like, hey, you know, Julie, what's what you been searching? <laughs> you just get exposed, right? Yeah. <laughs> I I wonder how many teachers that has happened to this year. <laughs> Tell her to ask her friends if she's. That's that's not the best advertisement to pay for YouTube premium. I don't know what is. (laughs) (laughs) And I felt I I joked about it. And so did several other people because she was visibly just. Yeah. What just just happened? Yeah. (laughs) And I'm like, you know, I'm sitting there thinking in my head like, oh, yeah, that's so funny in my head. I'm really thinking like. You know that's based off of what you've been searching. Yeah. Right? yeah. <laughs> her search history is she's like, oh no, everyone knows now. It's her search history. It's what's in her Gmail account. It's something that because that's just not a normal ad. Especially, I'm not going to tell you the context of the meeting on, on, on in this format, but in the format we were in, they never would have advertised on that video. Yeah. Like it didn't actually make sense. Right. Right. <laughs> That's terrible. <laughs> and so, but you know, kids are going to be driven by the same way. You know, they're going to know who the fat kids are because they're going to they're going to, or they're going to advertise those products. Right? They're going to know who the who the video game kids are. They're going to know who's the um, you know the athletic kids. You're going to divide kids into groups. Yeah. They're going to segment and slice, right, Felton? Isn't that how this works? Oh, yeah, definitely. I, I had a question. It's a little uh, – it was for Adam because he, he's he, – he probably know the answer to this. Um, remember Snapchat? Um, yeah, I know Snapchat. Don't worry. Was that acquired by Facebook? No. No? Uh, no, Snapchat's still its, its, its own, own thing. It's still its own thing. Yeah. What's the age limits on Snapchat? Because I, it, I know it pretty much exists so that you can chat and hide your, your you know, your information or or hide your um your text, you know, 24 hours later or whatever. Yeah. I was just wondering if that could be some of the motivation behind this whole InstaKids thing where it's like, look, there's other platforms that are catering to kids. We can I, do ne- it. I never I sorry this this just popped into my head and I just I, I just realized this there is a similar functionality in Instagram you can choose to have uh, certain conversations disappear after a certain amount of time inside of the Instagram chat app mm-hmm. that uh, that is a that is a feature at a service they better not bring over to Instagram kids they shouldn't make Instagram kids Every single sentence in this entire podcast should be prefaced with they shouldn't make Instagram kids. And then we say what we were going to say. But. Sorry. Um, Yeah. So Snapchat, though, back to that, Adam, what is the pull to that platform? Like it's just texting. right? Why is it it different than WhatsApp or why is it different? Uh, It's not. It's not just texting. You can do you do pictures, video. You can do group chats. You can do. um, uh you can do like what are like stories like instagram's uh instagram's basically taken everything that snapchat had uh and 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 put it into its own platform but you can do these stories where you post a picture or a short video clip or something and it stays on like your profile for 24 hours and people can click so like for the next 24 hours people can click on it and they can they can see your your post or whatever so 
I mean, mean, honestly, like legitimately, I think at this point, the only reason that Snapchat still exists is I think that from my understanding, Instagram, and again, I'm not super versed in it. Like I basically follow a couple family members and some friends on Instagram. Like that's basically it. Um, And big boy. Um, But like, I don't, I think you have to have a more... Snapchat seems to be like oddly more public in a way like it's like more people can, like it's it's easier to just message people on on Snapchat as opposed to I, I maybe maybe I'm wrong on that but um like side by side feature set for feature set I honestly don't see anything that Snapchat does that uh Instagram doesn't Yeah I was just wondering if, if with the when I first heard of it it always it seemed like something that was pretty much geared towards teenagers so right. you know, it was a way they can chat with their friends and their parents wouldn't be able to you know see what they texted because you know you could erase it after 24 hours or whatever the time limit limit was but i'm just wondering if if we're already down that rabbit hole and that's why instagram kids seems like a good idea to someone um even though it sounds terrible yeah it's a good thought i, I mean um Definitely, it's a good thought. I just think that um, Snapchat isn't targeted to that age group. He's going low. He's going, he's going, you know, fifth grade. Yeah, I mean, but so I, I remember. Okay, so I remember this will date me um, when uh, Facebook required you to have a .edu college email address. And specifically, specifically, I remember when Facebook only let it was only certain colleges. Mm-hmm. Like I remember my I have a friend, Dave, and he he went to school in Virginia. He went to a particular university in Virginia and they had Facebook and my university did not. And that that bothered me. Um, and and I couldn't have it and I couldn't wait until I could until I could get on. And then I got on and that's when Facebook was cool. Facebook was never cool. Um, but um, then it grew and then it became, OK, all you need is any major college in, in the United States, any major college email address. Then it became, OK, all you need is a .edu email address. And then it became, OK, now you just need an email address. So it was always expanding out and I think it was always expanding out um, because there was always this group of people slightly outside who could be on it that wanted to be on it. Right. Um, So, so when Facebook was only for the university that, that Zuckerberg went to, I didn't give a shit because I didn't even know it existed, but all of a sudden, once it was shown to me that, hey, there's this thing called Facebook and you can't get on. I'm like, well, damn it. <laughs> I'll be honest. I think that's what Instagram kids is. It's like the point I was making earlier about Seventeen Magazine. I think he, I think he's making Instagram kids so that kids will be on there and then they'll be like, well, I just want to be on regular Instagram. Because that's because, you know, if if, you know, they actually put uh locks in place on advertisements and messaging and the stuff like that that could possibly make the app anything close to maybe resembling a safe platform for kids to be on there is no such thing but again if in some world he could he's not going to make anywhere near as much money off of it as he is on instagram i don't i don't think this is anything other than a gateway truly and honestly I, that, that's that's all that I think it is. Uh, the only like I, I because Instagram kids exist. No one wants to be on that. Like even even 10 year olds would be like, that is the lamest thing I've ever heard of. I'm not getting on that. That sounds stupid. I want to be on regular Instagram because I'm a big kid. And I don't I don't need to be on it. I don't know. I I I, I think that I probably have a much more insidious view of what instagram kids is than most people but no you're, you're spot on and it's going to trickle down because you remember you're five or six year old you're going to say i, I want to be on instagram kids yeah you know? i don't want to be on instagram babies <laughs> you, know, you know 
Adam, what's the best way to get a kid to do something that you want them to do? Um, you tell them you don't want them to do it. <laughs> you get a college brother or sister or cousin to tell them to do it, and they will do it because they look up to the older people. And these, yeah. That's why they want to be on these platforms. They think that that's where life is. They think that's where the cool kids are. Mm-hmm. They think that that's where it's at, and that's why they want to be on it. If the parents fully endorsed it, they would have no interest. It's not – kids are no different today than anywhere else. If I was walking around as – if I was an Instagram influencer, my kids mm-hmm. would have zero desire to be on Instagram. No, anybody, no, well, no, we've we we saw this. We saw this happen with Facebook. Like this yeah. is the exact thing that exact thing that happened with Facebook is that it was it was young people, it was college students, it was you know mid to early twenty something, some late twenty somethings if if they were on there from early enough in their college years, and then all of a sudden we can invite everybody on there, and it's like, oh my my mom's on here now. <laughs> That blows. I'm going to Instagram, and then Instagram got bought by Facebook, and then they all of a sudden, if you had a Facebook account, you had an Instagram account. Fuck this, I'm going to Snapchat, and then, you know, oh my my my, your dad's on Snapchat, and he found my account, he follows me now. I'm going to TikTok. That's all that this is. Yeah. Like it's just it's just young people running away from old folk. That's all. Like. <laughs> And we're the old folk. Like, I, we need to be clear yeah. here. Like, yeah. <laughs> that's us. It's our fault. It's our fault for going to these platforms. Yeah. But my nephew, my nephew was like, the, the day his mom got a Facebook account, he was out. He said, I'm out. I'm leaving. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's just, you know, you don't like, you don't want to hang out with your parents. Like, the, you don't want to do that. So, you know, and 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 these these platforms, I think the thing that they promise young people um, is a way to express yourself to your peers without fear of judgment from uh, from parental figures or from guardians or from you know adult figures or whatever. Um, you know, I, I know that that's what a lot of it is. It's creative outlet. For a lot of people, you know, again, I've, I've talked about it before. My sister-in-law, she posts all these makeup and lacarista pictures and they're wonderful and it's great. She does great work. It's like Instagram is a creative outlet for her. It's a way for her to to make stuff. And and that's that's really cool. And I think that. um, I don't mean to get like super philosophical or anything on this, but I think it's this, like TikTok's the same way, like the idea that you can make this 30, 60 second movie or, you know, skit or like dance routine and you can put it out there into the world like that, like for lack of a better term, that's beautiful. Like that's just that's so cool. And and I think it's what gets what makes me so frustrated is that there are these platforms out there for people to make stuff and to make really cool stuff and put it out there to the world, which is what those, that's what those platforms should be. And then they just get twisted and they get abused and they get, um, just turned into, into, you know, traps for, for, for scumbags. And then, you know, um, and to just like, hey, let's find ways that we can bilk money out of these people. And I know like they're products and it's a business and you got to make money. I get all that stuff. But I don't know. I, I All this talk about it just – it gets me think, – like I always leave these thinking like, man, if all this stuff didn't exist, I'd be on every social media platform like legitimately. I'd be on all of them, see the cool things people make, see the cool things people do. I Like I love that stuff. But, you know, it's all about scraping your information and then selling your ads at the end of the day. Oh. Well said, man. Thank you. That's it. <laughs> We're gonna end, we'll end on that. It was like that's it. That's it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. Felt, felt now that we're on video, you need to get the uh, wrap it up sign from yeah. the Chappelle show. <laughs> <laughs> Got to come up with a break in thirty seconds. <laughs> All right, everybody. Thank you all for joining us. Um, We really do appreciate you as always. Um, 
If uh, you want to send us an email, if you've got questions, if you have something you want to add to the conversation, something you want to hear us talk about or address, we'd love to hear it. We're at podcast at jscmgroup.com. Again, that's podcast at jscmgroup.com. And hopefully it won't be two weeks before we see you guys again, but uh, we'll see you all again soon. Thank you. Bye.